The Goldfields, covered with local sport, info and mining news. This is The Blast Crew. Kalgoorlie Case and Drill, supplying the drilling, industrial and mining industries since 1999. 1999 was a good year. What do you reckon our next, our next guest was doing in 99? I reckon he might have still been playing football. Which football would we be playing? The one we're playing. going to talk to him about right now? No, the one that we The world game or the, the other game? The other game. The other game. Okay. Aussie rules. Probably. I reckon he still would have been running around. Maybe his knee or his hip might have been just giving him a bit of grief, but he would have been bombing him at least from 40. Mm-hmm. Do you reckon? Well, he still bombs them from 40. He used to bomb them from 40 metres away when his players didn't do as they're told, I'm sure. Oh, look at We know about that. We've just given it away, haven't we? Have we? The guy with the biggest spray I've ever seen (laughs) in football GFL history. Colin Rule joins us. Mate, one thing I've got to ask you, Colin, and welcome to the show, of course. Um, How have you transitioned from one form of football to the world form of football? Um, Good morning, boys. Good to hear from you and good to talk to you after all this time as well. I know I catch up, uh, especially with Glennie, a little bit. But, Louis, don't see you too much anymore, mate. So hopefully this is uh, something that we can do a little bit more regularly. Oh, a bit of a um, love you. This is like the little softening of Colin, isn't it? Reunion. Like It's a bit like the Ross Lyons <laughs> oh. changed teams and Alistair Clarkson. It's, what, what is old is now new and soft. Well, it's good, though, because when we used to speak to Colin before and it was always about football, your background, Glenny, yeah. is football. Mine isn't. Mine is soccer or the world game oh, of football. So now I've actually got something a bit more in common, so I can probably fire a few more questions at him as well. Beautiful. Sorry, Roller, to interrupt yeah, no. you there, mate. Yeah, no, that's all good, mate. That's all good. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's been a learning curve. Um, I have um, coached a fair few different sports over over the years. When you go through um, helping out, I, I've actually, which is scary, but I've actually coached um, A grade netball, which was in Mandra back in the day. So, um, which was something completely different as well. I suppose, though, Ruler, is it fair to say that, you know, your coaching philosophies probably don't change, you know, that, that mental side of it or what you want to achieve, whether it be football, cricket, netball or, or, and now soccer, that the basics are probably pretty much the same? Yeah, they are. I, I think that's one of the things uh, I was talking to someone earlier this week about it and said probably for me going in, I actually helped out last year, um, first year off from coaching um, the AFL code um i actually helped out down there and and this year thought i'd just try and bring a bit a little bit more professionalism to it um not that the gentleman last year was doing a bad job it was just a little bit different in um the way i go about things so i've done a pre-season this year a running program like we used to do in the footy um some of them uh struggled a little bit with them because i've never done it before but um they embraced it there was no whinging um, which was good to see. Colin, that's always been a philosophy of your coaching and I would have hated to have seen the netballers just take on a pre-season with you uh, with the amount of running <laughs> and the gruelling activity that you do. But fitness is a big part of your game plan and your game style and strategy. And obviously when you're running for 90-odd minutes in a game of, of football or soccer, um, then yep. you need to be ensuring that you can run for 90 minutes or for, at least for 45-minute bursts. So, um oh. And that, that's a that's a that's a crucial part, but that's one that you really hold very high in your strategy. Oh yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly with you, mate. It's um, it means that you can get to more contests if you're actually in the game for longer. And when you fatigue, which you guys know, as we get older, that you do, your skill level isn't as, as strong, or um, you make a lot more mistakes when you're fatigued. 
Ruler, obviously, that, how did you or how are you going to adapt from the, from the football to the soccer side of it? In saying that, it's the, it's the angles that the games are played at. I know when my young bloke came from soccer back and started playing footy, his, his, position, his positional play was based around soccer, which doesn't fit the football. You can chip over someone's head quite easily in football, whereas you won't do that generally in soccer. You'll go either backwards or down the line. How do you adapt yep. what you're doing there? Has it been hard? Um, yeah, a little bit. I, I think we're lucky that, as I said last year, and because uh, my boys have always played soccer, they had me as a coach earlier in their season, so football was not their go. Um, they, they stayed with so, um, but So I've been down and, and watched a lot. Um, I'm a tragic uh, Liverpool supporter, so this year hasn't been that good to me, but I watch those games. Um, and I watch a lot of sport. Like when you coach, you need to you need to look at what other people are doing and what and soccer is really good or football um, is good at defensive side and to Lou on strategy so that's something that you can take out um, of that game when you're coaching um, AFL but coming from the other side it's just about um, I think it's more the professionalism like when I went down there and I've seen I'm not sure about the other clubs. Um, but the commitment and that isn't as strong as what there is in the other code, and that's what I'm trying to change. I think, it's, is it fair to say as well, ruler like, you know, age does play a, a, a big part in most sports, but more so in your physical side of it. AFL players, if you like, GFL players, wouldn't generally last as long age-wise as they would do in soccer, but the older guys, when they're there, you get that experience that they can bring on to the younger players, but then they tend to slow the game down a little bit more and use their nugget rather than their skills? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've, we haven't got um, a massive amount of older guys at our club. They're a, they're a young group. Um, we've picked up some footballers that are actually playing for railways this year in the, and are actually come down and have been training with us and going to play. On the their fitness and their skill-wise uh, was uh, uh, an eye-opener, actually, for the round ball game so they're looking to be um, in our reserve side and then push for, for playing league as well so it's good to see that um, you can cross over and because we play on the Sunday Sunday most of the games the footy is different play and um, into the into the um, association, I think. Yeah, uh, good point there, Colin. And yeah, there's obviously the availability of player is is, is quite high. Um, when it comes to the, the Celtic club itself and Hannon Celtic, I know Louis and I were just having a chat off off field. We've we probably haven't had a strong relationship with Hannon Celtic, but there's been a lot that there has been very proactive in recent times. I know Amber Lilly, who's a journalist at the Kalgoorlie Minor, is is now heavily involved in Hannon Celtic. There was a, a win last year. They got their first flag in a long time. Yeah. They've got the, the Knockout Cup last year as well. Uh, and plus a bit of community presence. And you were down there on Saturday at Ray Finn last week for the uh, the club development plan launch. So just having that extra presence out there for Hannon Celtic, mate, it's just starting to make a bit of a difference in the community. Are you finding that within the club as well? Yeah, I- I think that's one of the big things you guys know me so I'm really big about um, promoting as much as you can it's not just about Celtic it's, it's the, the competition going forward because um, they're always struggling struggling for numbers to play and they're also struggling for people to help out so but with Celtic itself um, they're a really good family club 
Um, unfortunately, which is, is strange for um, coming from the code that I have come from, um, we've all got club rooms. We've all got, you know, we all go back there. Um, so guys, where most of these, uh, I think there's only two teams, one team that's quite, uh, and there's other uh, ourselves and twin. I don't think have have or we don't have um, club rooms. So that's what we're trying to make sure that it, we get that sort of club feeling or that um, family feeling about it. The club overall, though, Ruler, I know you're involved mainly with the seniors, but you must be touching with some of the juniors as well. How are the numbers looking early on? Um, the juniors are looking extremely strong, actually. They were very good last year. They, I, I know that they won two um, two of the grand finals last year. I think it was under-13s and... Uh, or under, Yeah, I think it's under-13s and under-15s. I'm not sure the, the actual... Or might have been 16s. I know that they won two. Um, so and and they're under 14 this year. They've got two sides in, um, and they've got um, they've actually got teams in every grade. So that side of it, I uh, know Caitlin um, and the committee have worked extremely hard on getting their juniors um, as a base. Um, and that's that. It, it's not about and as you know, mate, it's not all about winning um, the the flag and that in in the lower grades. It's getting that um, participation and getting those players to flow through. One of the big things that I'm on this year is about our senior guys. Once I um, announce our league squad, they'll be going down to train with the juniors um, once or, uh, on both of the nights that were there. And then we'll get one of the, like the under-15s or the under-14s to come up and train with us on one of the nights as well. No, great initiatives, mate. I tell you what, though, uh, exciting times ahead. Um, wishing you all the best at Hannon Celtic this season. Look, by the sounds of it, you've got the ball rolling already early on in the season, mate. We wish you all the best, and no doubt we'll talk again soon. All good, mate. The only thing that I need to worry about is getting that red card when I'm sitting on the <laughs> sideline. I'm not away from the area, so we'll see how we go. Yep. So that's one of the things I need to look at. Lovely, so mate. All good. Lovely. I'm, I'm, it's good to know your faults. Yeah, I've got a lot of them. Oh, it's all right. Boys. Well, you've got you've got you're in good hands, mate. Because uh, I'm not that I'm proud of this, but I uh, still hold the record for the most red cards at Whitford City Soccer Club. So um, I haven't got sent <laughs> off before the game even started one match, mate. So uh, there oh, you go, God. mate. If you need any tips, come and see me. <laughs> How about you don't, Colin? Hey, good on no. your rule. We we'll look forward to catching up with the se- throughout the season, mate. Uh, a bit more about what's happening at Hannon Celtic. All good, anytime, boys. Anytime.